Good evening. You're listening to the Comcast, the podcast where we talk about random stuff going on around the United States and even possibly the world. But today we're going to focus on the United States as we get to the NFL. And I know what you guys are thinking, Luke. You promised me a feature. Well, I delivered on it. Today we have an NFL expert in... <laughs> Expert, <laughs> I can't say expert. He's an expert on one team. I can promise you that. <laughs> he just flipped me off. Introducing. Hey everybody, I'm Dave. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the expert. Couldn't have been more clear. Actually, you know, it's probably the best intro we're gonna get. Now, just keep in mind, we are using a very, I wouldn't say bad mic. It's a very average mic until I get sponsored by Trojan Condoms. So just let that keep in mind. All right. So the first question I want to ask you, Dave. Let's get right into it. Steelers. Now. Dave's a huge Steelers fan. So a lot of people. It's a pretty big team, just like the Dallas Cowboys, but I personally hate the Dallas Cowboys. I'm more I'd I'd rather play for the Pittsburgh Steelers than the Dallas Cowboys right now. Honestly. I do not like Dak. Anyway, I want to ask you this, Dave. What is the future for the Pittsburgh Steelers? Specifically talking about Big Ben and also a little bit of Le'Veon Bell in there. I want you to mix them shits together. I want you to collide them. Give me your scope of the situation. Sure. Uh <laughs> the the Pittsburgh Steelers are headed in a positive direction. Uh, obviously, the whole thing that happened the preseason and uh, leading up to the first couple weeks of the actual season in the NFL, uh, Le'Veon Bell had the old uh, little disagreement with the Steelers. And you know what? Uh, forgive and forget, but especially on the He's forget, getting traded to the Browns. <laughs> it's a thing. Especially uh, the forget part, just because James Conner's really come through, uh, you know, being a lesser-known player, he's really just stepped it up a notch for the Steelers, and he's become a really good starter. Mm-hmm. Uh, I really couldn't see the Steelers this season with Le'Veon Bell just because James Conner's really proven himself. Uh, that being said, Big Ben, I think, is headed out the door in the next couple seasons, hopefully sooner, uh, is what I'd like to say. I mean, Big, Bell, Big Ben's really come through for us, got us two Super Bowls. But uh, thing is that he's too thick. <laughs> I'm gonna say he is. He is a thick boy, and uh, that's the problem right there. With four C's, with five C's, five C's, six C's, whatever you want to call it. He's a thick boy. He's not a mobile quarterback, and I think that's what we need. Uh, Big Ben has the ability to get away from defenders occasionally, uh, and other times they'll barely touch his shoulder, and he'll complain about his ankle. And that's just you know, an old an old grape on the ripe vine. So. Uh, He's I, behind I, on his prostate medication. There you he go. He can't stop shitting. He's just there like Tom Brady. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that's where I see Big Ben. But uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, I feel like, on a, are going to be on an upward trend just because they won't have the drama. And hopefully they'll have a new, younger, mobile quarterback. This is what you'll see. You're going to see Big Ben on the streets with, like, a shady coat on. And the cop's going to be like, whoa! And he's going to be like, whoa! He's going to be like... He's like, sir, hand over the drugs. He's like, they're just, they're just prostate drugs. They're just, they're black market. It's just to clog him up as much as possible so he doesn't get the game day. <laughs> That's the point. That's these old quarterbacks. Like, of course, they're good quarterbacks. They're experienced, but they require higher pay. And you have these younger guys coming. Baker Mayfield had a great season. I'm not talking about Lamar Jackson. Josh Allen kind of shit the bed. Well, you know, he's been fucked by his girlfriend his entire life. So, I mean, I don't expect that guy to be, you know, have a healthy prostate. What? <laughs> I'm confused. How do we get to prostate? Fitz That's magic, bro. Yeah, Fitz magic is just done, man. Like, that guy, like, no pill is going to save that rectal cavity. <laughs> That's been out the door. Yeah, I mean, where do we start? He's in Tampa, too, the city of partying. Uh, now I want to ask you this. Out of all the teams that you think have the most potential next year, now you can't see the Detroit Lions as much as you want to. <laughs> I want you to think, 
What team do you think has the best potential next year with coming up players, coming up system, coming up coaching system? And I'll tell you mine afterwards, but I want the professional scope. I want the professional and, and not analytics. <laughs> you got it. You got the professional analytics. That's what I'm hoping for. Now tell me, what team, man? I got my money on the uh, Kansas City Chiefs just mm. because Patrick Mahomes, he's, he's a young guy, up and coming. He's really proven himself this year. He's taken the Kansas City Chiefs from what seems like almost obscurity into a dominant team. And I wouldn't be surprised if I see them. Not the sexual dominant. No, right? yeah. <laughs> they don't they come out with, like, the black leather. That's how the Chiefs do, man. That's what they're known for. They're just weird freaks. With they're, the they're freaky, dude. Patrick Mahomes gets in the bedroom. He's like, he's just the <laughs> He's like, no, no, not tonight. He's like, he's like tonight. He's like, it's the day before game day. We got to do this. That's his pregame. He can't. His wife dumps him. He just goes like 0 for 50. Ruins his career. He needs his wife so he can get that weird freaky shit. They're freaky in Missouri, bro. <laughs> it's, it's Kansas, man. Who knows what happens? You don't even have to be born there. It's the influence, man. You're there for six months. You're already fucking your cousin. Did you say Kansas? Kansas City. Kansas City, Missouri. Is that where they are? Yeah, that's where they are. Are you kidding me? <laughs> for my this, entire life. This entire time. I have my No, my entire life. I've actually thought. Kansas City was located in Kansas. <laughs> I know. Isn't it like the border? I've done geography. It's like the border of Missouri, right? I have no idea. I it's like on the border. I just know it's Kansas City. Kansas City, Missouri. Missouri. Oh, my God. Are we serious? <laughs> Fat rip. Okay, Google. That's cool. <laughs> Where is Kansas City Chiefs located? <laughs> Where the fuck is Kansas City? Kansas City, Missouri. Oh, my God. All right. get it. Uh, basically, we just had a big v- revelation. Um, I swear that and the thing is, like, that's one of my strengths is geography. I just, you know, I've never been too follower of the Chiefs. Now, my next question is, what team do you think is just on the worst slope possible? What team do you think, even if they get the best coach in the NFL, they even get some new talent, it's just going to keep sucking? I want you to go. That one I'd have to say is the... Uh... Don't say it. <laughs> okay, as much as I want to say the Detroit Lions, I'm going to go with the Oakland Raiders. Yeah. Uh, just because uh, a few seasons ago they were what 11 and 0. Derek Carr got injured and uh, 11 and 0. Yeah, they were 11 really? and 0. Oh, a couple seasons back, yeah. Um, all of a sudden, you know, Derek Carr gets injured. The very next season, they look very promising in the preseason. Uh, season comes along, the actual season comes along, and you know they flop. And teams like that, you usually they go 11 and 0 the very next year. Um, you know, if they don't win it all that prior season, they go 11 or no. Then the very next season, you expect them to have at least a decent season, season or a bad season. These guys had a terrible season, and that's been going yeah. on for the up until recently. I, I personally have to say the Bills, just because Josh. You know, the Bills have always just had that tough luck. You know, it's tough to be a Bills fan, just like it's tough to be a Lions, Arizona Cardinals fan. The way the season worked is, you know, you had it's kind of hard to have an average team. You had your really good teams and just bad teams. Average, like. Even, like, the Steelers, I would say, were above average this season. They weren't average. Like, I guess the Baltimore's offense was average. And the reason why I say average is I love the word average because it means you're not good, you're not bad, you're just in the middle. It's the size of his dick. (laughs) I wish I could edit things out. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I could edit things out. That's going to be out there, buddy. Yeah. It's okay. It's not. It's not. It's not. Moving on, moving on. Is it getting hot in here, dude? I know the fans aren't. It's like, we got to put the defroster on, dude. Definitely got a few degrees warmer. (laughs) Okay. You know what I'm saying? Jesus. All right. <laughs> I lost my train of thought. Oh, yeah. I was going to say my team that I think has the best potential throughout this 2019 season is definitely Browns. The Browns. And once the Browns start winning, 
I'm not going to say I'm a fan. I'm not even a fan right now. I just I root for the underdogs. Yeah, just rooting for them. Yeah, but once they start winning, I'm not going to become a Browns fan because Cleveland is a shit city. I'm going to be honest. You know, how many people are just like, oh, my gosh, spring break, Ohio, 2020. No, no one says that unless you want to get hepatitis or basically any <laughs> STD. Ohio is Can you even get – can you get hepatitis? Is that like a – yeah, uh, yeah. I'm not familiar with biology. That was Hep- the one. Hep C or some shit like that. Hep C, yeah. <laughs> this is. I want to get scabies now. I wanna, I wanna, I wanna take a break from talking about our teams. I guess we've been spreading it around, but you know, heavy influence. I wanna, I wanna talk about this. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. <laughs> Oakland Raiders. Buffalo Bills. Any other crap team I can think of. When you think of the NFL, these teams don't pop in your mind. Like, when I think of the NFL, I think Patriots, Steelers, all the other good teams. You don't think of the Detroit Lions, you don't think of the Tampa Bay Bucks, because they're, they're not a good dynasty. Do you think there is a rig system in the NFL? Even the Jackson, I, I didn't think of the Jacksonville Jaguars. They came out of nowhere. Yeah. In middle school, I didn't even know Jacksonville was a thing. Yeah. When I was a kid, I thought it was just like you had your NFL and you had the pros. I thought there was a separate, separate division. Like, I thought... Seattle was a pro team, and then, like, Oakland, because they didn't win, they were in the NFL. Like, that was the thing. Because there's a separate division. They weren't the same. But then I realized they competed against each other. I'm like, oh, no way Seattle beat Oakland. They're in the different divisions, duh. So, you know, that's that's a thing. Personally, I don't think the NFL is rigged. I think it would be too big of a project. But there are some people out there who are posting up conspiracies. Because the same teams win it every year. And to that, I would say, just smart coaching. Just people who know what they're doing. They know the ins and outs of the game. And, you know, you look at teams like Tampa, Detroit, Jacksonville. They want wins. They can't get wins. And they've gone through coach after coach. And, you know, you ask, is there something rigged with the refs? Yes. Is there something rigged with the refs? I, I, think, I think there is just a little bit of rigged with the left. I think – here's my opinion. If I think there's any conspiracy going out there, it's that some people in the NFL tell the refs before a game, hey, be just a little lenient towards Jacksonville. They need to get a win to keep their fans' hopes alive. So that we can rack in that money. Keep, I think, keep that money coming. I think that's an actual legitimate conspiracy because you <clears> – here's the thing. If you're the NFL, you don't give a shit. You just want money. It's the same thing about Madden. It's the same thing about every single thing. Like the capitalist society. The top guys, they just want money. And the NFL is a huge industry. And that's why you have teams like the Browns. And I think this is a huge one. You know, Browns won no games last year. I think the NFL is like, okay, let's give them leeway. Let's, let's, the refs are like, let's go. Especially the Detroit Lions in playoffs, there's some weird shit that goes on. No, yeah, definitely the uh, Browns. Uh, Baker Mayfield was tasked with the humongous, uh, you know, assignment of getting the Browns past two and zero. That's all he had to do, and the Browns pulled out of their ass a winning season. And that's a little fishy for a rookie quarterback. Now I know Baker Mayfield's good. He has Jarvis and he has his targets. Their offensive line has definitely improved, but it seems a little fishy. And you know. I'm going to talk from a Detroit Lions fan standpoint because if you're a Detroit Lions fan, you do not like refs. It's just a thing. All right? I want to talk <laughs> about curse. last year. Last year. If anyone remembers this game, it was Detroit versus Atlanta. We were both 2-0. <laughs> we were both undefeated to start the season. Golden Tate catches the ball, and they, they cleared a touchdown. There's eight seconds left. It was a huge one. Matthew Stafford to come back king when he has targets, in my opinion. It was supposed to be a touchdown. All of a sudden, the refs go under review, and I'm like, okay, they're taking it under review. But even if they under uh, overturn this, it's going to be the same thing. It's just going to be a touchdown, or they'll call a timeout. So all of a sudden, they overturn it, and they say it's not in. And I'm like, okay, you didn't score a touchdown. And then they say, by rule, the game is over. The Detroit Lions could have called a timeout. 
there's eight seconds left, but they said by rule. And if the Detroit Lions would have won that game, that would have taken them into the playoffs. I think from a ref standpoint, you know, from an NFL standpoint, you could have easily said, hey, I want them to lose. Boom. And that one loss didn't get us in the playoffs. Maybe the NFL commissioner had an ex-girlfriend who really loved the Detroit Lions. I've actually thought about that. That's my only thing. It's just that some people just hate these teams. Like, he just went to Detroit and got mugged. And he's just like, you'll never win a Super Bowl. <laughs> and he's like, damn you. <laughs> damn you all the hell. That's a thing. That's a thing. It's a thing. It's, it should be talked about because there's some legitimate, like, okay, it was just a bad call. If you're a ref in the NFL and you're giving bad calls. You should I, get fired. You should you should get fired. You're, the, you're like one of the last things keeping the game alive. Yeah, it's. Like, you and the chain gang, like, obsolete. We have cameras at 360-degree angles. And they we now have, have sound headsets. everywhere. Headsets. They now have headsets. Everything so. goes up to the booth. Challenge calls, all that. Review plays for mm-hmm. touchdowns. You're obsolete. Like, if you want to keep your job, keep the fans happy. Yeah. Keep everything fair. Even in the Eagles game, happy. there was some. There was a really messed up holding call. And there were, like, four calls on one drive for the Saints. And, you know, some were like, okay, that's pretty blunt. But some were like, are you serious? Is that, is that really supposed to happen? If you're a ref, call the right calls. And you have a, and you don't even call the calls anymore. You have a guy in your ears telling you what to call. So that's my opinion on that. And that's my opinion on this whole entire day. Now I want to make playoff predictions real quick. Dave, I'm going to hit you with this one. I'm going to, I'm going to hit you with this playoff prediction real quick. All right. Do you think the Patriots will win? I really hope not. I hope not too. That's what I'm, that's what I'm going to say. I really hope not. I hope the Patriots lose. And my prediction is I think the Patriots are going to lose. I do. I think they're going to choke the chode, dude. I think, yeah, and I, I think I don't think they're going to get into the Super Bowl. And if they do, it'll be a tough season. Because, like, whenever the Saints, whenever the Patriots win a Super Bowl, I'm just like, okay, that was an average season. That was like, okay, that was an okay football season. It wasn't very exciting. That's right. what I feel like. Whenever I look back and the, and the Patriots win the Super Bowl, I'm just like, okay, it was an okay season. I mean, I didn't really care about it. But when I see, like, a team like the Eagles win the Super Bowl, I'm like, that was a dope season. What a game. Yeah. Like, even, like, when Patriots came back and beat Atlanta, I was like, oh, okay, it was an average season. But if Atlanta would have won, I'd been like, hell yeah, like, you, as a, as a, unless if you're not a Patriots fan and you don't live in the East Coast and you're not, oh yeah, Boston, then <laughs> that's my Boston accent. Oh yeah, Boston. Then you want teams to win that shout aren't out, the Patriots. Shout out to Garrett Phelps. Uh, <laughs> he posted on a uh, social media Snapchat story. He was like, uh, let's go Brady or let's go Pat, something like yeah. that. So, Garrett Phelps, I just want to let you know, I personally <laughs> hope Tom Brady loses and then you feel so bad you have to go suck his dick. There you I'm go. just kidding. No, there you go. Love Garrett Phelps. Anyway. He means it. Love you, go. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> we love you, though, Garrett. Next week, you hear a knock on the door. Well, who could it be? Tom Brady's just sitting there crying. He's like, I've been waiting all my life for this moment. <laughs> Garrett, like, Garrett just starts crying. That's a thing. That could happen. It's not possible. But, I mean, there are alternate timelines. There's infinitive timelines. I'm sure there's a timeline where Tom Brady felt compared to, compelled to go give a teenager a blowjob. You know, because that's how it is. Now, with that being said, I think we wrapped up. Actually, we want to do one more. We want to do one more prediction. Do you think the Rams will win? I don't think they have as solid a chance as the Kansas City Missouri go. Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> Stop shaming! Um, Damn yeah, you, Dave! If, if yeah, if Tom Brady's going to choke the chode on that, and it comes down to the <laughs> choke the chode, if, if it comes down to the Pats <laughs> and the Rams, I really feel like the Rams are going to take it. But uh, the Rams. I don't think they're going to get there. 
But that being said, thank you all who listen to the podcast. I just want to let you guys know I hit 69 plays. That is a huge landmark for me. Thank you for getting me there, whether I told you to listen to this or not, whether you stumbled across it on the cast box. Thank you for listening. Have a wonderful Sunday night or whatever day you just happen to land on in the month. And thank you once again. This is the Comcast signing off.